0: Pastor Mike McCoy, welcoming you to the Time of Truth. The days were accomplished that she should be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. Father, I love you. And I thank you for this day and this time. I thank you for the chance to be in the house of God. I thank you, Lord, for the sweet spirit we felt. And I pray God you'd use me like you'd used me before. Let me preach like a dying man to dying people. Fill my mouth, guard my tongue, and preach me with accuracy inside the bounds of this book. I pray, God, that every heart in this building would be able to hear today what thus said the Lord. God, I pray, I know your word doesn't return for me, but I'm asking for nothing from above. So, Lord, you pour it out on me. I'll speak it to the best of my ability. Because God, without you, I can't do anything, but I do all things through you. So I ask these things in the King's name, Jesus. Amen. Amen. I'm going to try to preach this morning on this dog, characters of Christmas. The characters of Christmas. Now we have some characters in this story, and, and they follow an unseen hand, basically. Uh, there, there's some things happening here that, that, uh, that it took supernatural guidance to get them where they needed to be. Let's consider Christmas, let's consider that, that, that weeks of Christmas past only uh, because we're all we're under the misconception, maybe is the right way to say it, of what Christmas really is. So, but and look, now Christmas wasn't celebrated by the early church. As a matter of fact, the earliest of Christians thought that you should leave it out because it's only mentioned two times in the writ, in Matthew and in Luke. And so they didn't have much to do it. The Puritans banned separation. The, they banned the celebration, I should say, of Christmas altogether. And so there wasn't a, a time but Christmas was first celebrated on December 25th by in Rome in 336 AD. Now that goes way back. But the thing that the Christians wanted to say was, well, that was paganism. That was the Romans who established this life and they call it in their right, and they say this, Christ Mass the time began what we celebrate as Christmas began as Christ Mass by the Romans at this time the Romans had Uh, celebrating on the December 20th, Chris Max. Some don't like history. That's why we're determined to repeat what we messed up on before. So in America, Christmas wasn't recognized as a federal holiday until the year 1870. Now you just don't get always done this. It's 1870. Now some of the Victorians that had come over here brought it over with them. Some of the Germans brought some of their stuff over with them. Thus, thus the Yule Tide and the Yule Law and Chris Kringle and oh, he was a false God, but they celebrated him and who give out gifts at a certain time here. They all brought that it in. It's all instituted in. So that's when the Puritans said, we want nothing to do with this, but in 1870 the federal government said, we're going to make this a national holiday. We're going to call it Christmas November 25th. Well, some of the old guys St. Augustine, you look him up, a hippo, if you want to look him up, here's what he wrote about this. He said, I think that's an appropriate date because I think the conception, the miraculous conception, occurred in March, in March. And nine months later would have been December. So I think it's it's relevant. I think it's possible that that could be time. Others said this, well, it was a celebration at that time when they celebrate the, the winter solstice, it was the shortest day of the year, and so that meant that from that point on, light was going to increase. I said, that's pretty good. I'll fall out of that. Not only was light going to increase, but because the light increased, it pointed to this, that life was going to be I said, no, no problem. <laughs> He's the light, and him was light. Listen, and the light was the light of men, and the light shined into darkness, and the darkness conquered into the I don't have no problem with that. Oh, no. Look, I'm not falling out of somebody that wants to say, I'm not celebrating treasure on the 25th Well I don't care what you celebrating. You're a bunch of heathens and pagans, If you put a tree up, and you do all this decorating, you do all this stuff. No, here's, here's the difference. What becomes of God is having a tree. If you don't treat that thing as a God, it's not God. If it becomes a God to you, the hey, then you got some problems. with it. We're not treating this as a God. No. I'm going to, you tell it, that's, that's Christmas classic. Let's look at Christmas present. You know what Christmas present is? Christmas present is it. It is that. People think it's about presents. It's about presents. by about what, what you can buy, how much you can get, what you gain. 100. Is anybody here on earth to remember the wish book Some of you kids are clueless. You've not known what that is says. The internet closed. clueless. And we get the wish book out. Right? We're getting the wish book out. I wish I had that. Colin, the other day, opens this magazine up to a thing he's wanting for Christmas and lays it by his daddy's bedstead. And so when daddy wakes up, the first thing he sees, when he rolls over to kick the clock, is a picture of what this boy wants. He's four years old. God help us when he gets drunk. <laughs> That's his wish book. It's about present, secular Christmas today. Modern society has turned it into this. Get what you can. while you can. Get you know all You can. Can't what you can't get. And save it for life. Just get it off. Or they try to make it about the jolly old elf saying that I'm not going to go into all that, but that probably originated it was drug over from uh, Eastern Europe or at least Germany and come over here with, I with, mentioned his name, Odin. So there's a lot about that. They said Coca-Cola was the one that 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 elevated that symbol in the heights that'll never be erased because in the 1920s it showed him drinking a coke. That's what the second the world sees it as. They see the trees, the gifts, seven, something. But not the Christian world. Not the Christian world. We don't see it as, I see it as the gift. The gift of gifts. And he said it's better to give than to receive. And he's the picture. He is the picture of giving.
1: And that's what I see
0: it as but I see it as the Lord, as the gift of gifts. Yeah. Say, I don't like trees, I see him hanging on a tree. He's the only decoration.
1: And say, so don't like red,
0: don't like red on Christmas. I'm wearing this tie for purpose today because it's stained with blood. A rolling, on I'm you, it makes me think that that tree. tree was stained. Praise God, never see, it. time I see a red light. Don't make me think of something for Makes me think of the blood for the blood today. Yes, sir. That's a shedding of blood, Brother Junior, there is. a it So here we have, to us, it means the birth of a baby and it means the blessing of Let's examine these characters in this story. I'll be as quick as I can. I told Gabe you'll never meet the Methodist in a restaurant anyway today. They'll dominate Sunday. He's my friend. So, with that being said, and us as Christians, this story this story means more to us than just uh, receiving and giving gift. It's a time of getting together. Let me tell you, get together with your family as often as you can. And Jason, you're no good, son. Huh? I think Chris had more to do with this than you did. He brought a whole bench full of them. How about that? Get together with them as much as you can. And 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 celebrate what God's done for you. Celebrate where you're going when you leave here. Because let me tell you, good friend, you're leaving real soon. Right. This could be the last Christmas service you'll ever be in. Only examine these characters today. Because we've looked at Christmas past and Christmas present. But let's, and Christmas present. But let's look at let's look at the Christmas, the characters of what we celebrate is Christmas. Number one, I want us to consider who, who this is. I want us to consider the Virgin Mary. The Virgin Mary. I'm going out on a limb. I may saw it off. That's okay. I've done it before. But I'll say this. If you're carrying a book they call a Bible and it calls her anything other than a virgin, throw it in the trash. I'm bold on that statement. You take, the, you take her virginity away. You take the miraculous conception away. And all you've got is a little maid having another baby. And anybody could do that. But when you when hey when you interject the fact that this woman this young girl is a virgin and no man's ever known her, I'm telling you it changes the whole concept. Everything about it changes. There's only one that can do that. That's God Almighty in heaven who has the right to give life, the right to take it away. He's the only one that can do it. Amen. Mary's standing on the hillside now. Hey, you no, know, it's a hillside. We've seen the hill over there. She's on that hillside, and the angel of the Lord appeared to her. Said, Fear not, Mary, for thou hast found favor with God. Thou shalt conceive in thy womb and bring forth a son, and shall call his <laughs> name. Jesus. And he shall be great, to be called the Son of the Highest. The Lord God shall give him the throne of his father David, and he shall shall rule over the house of Jacob and of his kingdom, there shall be no end. And Mary said unto the angel, How shall this be, see and I know not a man? And the angel answered and said unto her, The Holy Ghost shall come upon thee. And the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. Therefore also, Holy thing which shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. Shall be called the Son of God. Hey! That's only happened one time in the history of the entire universe, and it happened to a girl named Mary. By the Holy Ghost of God. And she can see. I'm, I'm, I'm in agreement with my buddy, Mike Blanton. He and I, we agree on a whole lot of things. He said, when do you think of that, preacher? I said, well, I said, I, I agree with what you said. And when she said, when Mary said this, she said, be it unto me according to thy word. Be it unto me according to thy word. Right. Amen. Why? Because she shows up in Elizabeth's house right after that. She's a child, and the Holy Ghost already had it his way. Listen, filled up. John's doing flips in the womb. Praise God. And I'm telling you, things are happening. Why? Mary's pregnant up with the baby. Yeah, remember. You know what she went to? When this first was occurred, listen to me. Stay with me. Some of them, some, some may be here today. When this, when this angel first began to speak, me, she didn't understand. She said, hey, hey, how's this going to happen? I don't know how this going to happen. She went from confusion to conception. You know that's what happens in the lives of lost people when they're sitting and they're hearing the word of God. Faith coming by hearing and hearing by A plus class. Comes by the word of God. We know what it says. Listen, we're hearing that. We've heard it. We've heard it. We've heard it over and over and over. All of a sudden, we go from confusion. Praise God, there's something conceived in us. It's the Holy Ghost comes Moves in. Puts us in the family of God. We're baptized by one spirit into one body. You don't get there by young. If a flesh could have done it, it would have never had Pentecost. Yeah. So here's Mary, the Virgin Mary. What a character in this story. Only one like her. Now listen, she had found favor among not above women are you with me on that our Catholic friends try to elevate her to a place of prominence above women no she had found favor among women but not above women are you with me she brought forth the Savior and she had to be delivered one she delivered had to deliver her and that's why I quote Galatians 4 4 and 5 so often because there's a set time God's got a clock, friend, and it's a ticking. It's a ticking. God knows exactly. We're, sometimes men are a little confused about what's going on out here. Different the interpretations of the Word of God. Some understand it one way and some understand it another way. And that, that clock is ticking. But when the fullness of the time had come, right. then God sent forth his son. Amen. made have a woman made under the law to redeem them that one under the law that we might receive the adoption of some, when the fullness of the time had come. God's got a clock. He don't work. He's not confined by time. But God uses time because we need time. Yeah. Yeah. The Virgin Mary. Then I want to consider this today: the vision of Joseph. You're going to find this account now. Don't turn and read it. I'll just tell you about it in a little bit, and I'll, we'll move on to the next one. And you're going to find the vision of Joseph. We found the Virgin Mary. The next character we find in this story is the fish and the Joseph. Hey, how'd you like to know Joseph? Going to find it in Matthew 1 through 1, 18 through 25. Here's what you're going to find. You're going to find him, and he's a a just man. That means he's righteous. He's right with God. What does that mean? He's offered sacrifice. He's brought his lambs like he should have. He showed up three times a year in Jerusalem like the male was supposed to do. So he was just in the eyes of God. It's different than it is now. We're, we're accepted into the blood. Praise God. Hey, but he's that he's just and he's willing to put her away privately. Why is that? Because they could have stolen her. And he's a just man, and he don't want to bring any reproach he loves that. all. But now she's with child and he ain't had nothing to do with it. And he's wondering. What am I going to do now? How do you know that? It's pretty much, it says it much like that in the Bible. And so, here's what happens God knocks him out. I believe, he gets, I believe he's sleeping well. And God shows up in a dream. He's got something to say to this guy. And the angel of the Lord said to him, Hey, don't be afraid to take her as your wife. Because what? What's living in her is from God. Amen. And Joseph believes it. You know why Joseph believes it? Because Joseph is listening. You know what, people? People fail to, we can preach to our lungs fall out, get red in the face and shout and carry on, and people just don't pay no mind to preach it. They don't read the Word of God. So when you do preach on something, if it's not elementary that a three-year-old could understand, it goes right over their head. So you just preach, 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 keep preaching. Don't quit. And all of a sudden, somebody, John, somebody hears. And God turns a light on. We're trying to be responsible for turning the light on. You can't even find the switch. He turns it on. And then we go from that. We go from confusion to conception. Now we're beginning to understand. Oh, Joseph does this. We find it in this text that we just read. He went, he went from listening. Here he, Daddy's. Hey, daddies. And, and going to be dance. Listen to him. He went from listening to leading. From listening to leading. Now, I'm talking about responsibility of the Holy Ghost that people can be saved. But I'm talking about the responsibility of the men that the family can be in the position they need to be in. Because as a young daddy, I failed miserably in my own life. As a young daddy, I failed. And I started to follow the footsteps of my own daddy and I loved him as much as anybody living. But he failed us when he was young. But here's what you do. You go to listening. Talking about the characters of Christmas. You be like Joseph. You listen and then you leave. We need men to leave. <laughs> just hit a stop right there. And if you don't just shout it out, I'd be right on down the road. And we'd be off the subject. We need guys that determine in their mind. We're not getting married. Again. I'm going to leave my family. And when my children's born, they're going to see the priority in my life. It's going to be I'm going to church and serve God. I'm not laying out. I'm not being lazy. They're going to see that priority in me. You know what Dustin? Wait a minute, son. You've done a great job yesterday. Great job. I'm still thinking of that. Do you know what he said? Permission to use what you said? Okay. He said, I don't say much, but I watch. you that? We are. I don't say much, but I watch. And I'm watching you other guys. Boy, and this is when the Holy Ghost showed up and rung my bell, And he said, you know what I see? I see you coming to church. I said, glory to God, I can't do much. I don't know much, but I can be faithful. I can be faithful if I'm in an any I can be faithful. Listen, if I can't get out of the rain, I can be faithful. You know what? It lit me up. God said, hey, somebody's watching here. I said, I want my son, my grandson, my nephews, and nieces. I want them watching me when church is open. Bless God. you know where I'm going to be? I'm going to be in church. Lay laying him down, lay him out. There'll be times when you can't come, then it's amen right there. And you can give give anything What Joseph done, you know what this character in the Christmas story done? Went from listening to leading. How do you know? Because the law required him to be there. He showed up. He's like Michael Coy. He don't pay no taxes either, but he shows up anyway. God bless the IRS. I wish they'd disband the whole thing. Put a flat tax on everybody. We'd all be happy. You make a hundred, you get done this. You make the ten hundred million, you get done that. That's my political political stance for the day. Brother Gordon, the vision of old Joseph it changed him. It changed him when he had that dream. Seeing what God said to him, he followed that. Then I'm going to go to this. I'm going to go from the, from the vision of Joseph, I want us to consider the visiting angel. Now, this angel showed up being fixed uh, by himself at first. And I think, uh, uh, I believe it's Gabriel. He's the announcing angel. Now, some will disagree disagree. No, I don't care. But, but let's just, I know he's an angel of the Lord. And here's what you let listen. He in and this is short here. In Luke 2 9 through 14, here's what he does it. He shows up to a bunch of shepherds. And he scares them to death when he shows up. We've been in that field where they said this transpired. Outside of Bethlehem. It's a little ways to town, so when these boys went and went in the dark, it took them a little bit to get there. They didn't have an LED light key shining on their head. They're going in the dark. Maybe a lamp at best. An oil lamp at that probably. You can see one step at a time, that's a whole other message. That word is a lamp unto my feet, a light unto my path. Amen. And then he goes, here's what he tells them. First thing he tells them is fear not. Don't you know them boys are standing out there and they're admiring the sheep and they're saying, hey, old fatty old mare's about to go. We're about to sacrifice her. We're about to get him, gonna get that one. You know what the sheep that they're tending here is for? It's for sacrifice at the temple. So they're sacrificing, they're rearing these sheep, they're watching them, shepherds were considered unclean. They were considered the lowliest of any. And the angel shows up to the least in the pile. Had it, had it, had it required wealth, he didn't show up at Herod's house. showed up at the shepherds. Why would he he show up at the shepherds? Because he's sending them to look for a lamp. But it goes from an announcement to an anthem. Because it goes from this one guy talking to them to the choir shows up. The heavenly host shows up, and I mean, don't you know, they begin to rock the hillside. I'm wondering if this isn't the first open air concert that was ever put on. And there they are, ringing the bells of heaven, Saying, peace on earth, we got it all over the world. Glory to God that highest on earth. Peace and goodwill will to men. They're singing the song way And the shepherds are standing in awe. My goodness, what is this? That's a visiting angel. I think sometimes, according to scripture, I'm trying to hear. It. I think sometimes. The Bible explained about this in Hebrews. He said, be not forgetful to entertain angels, for thereby some have entertained angels unawares. Pat and I are sitting in McDonald's in Clinton, Tennessee. I'm on my way to Ohio preaching camp meeting or revival one. I can't remember which one it was. We're sitting in McDonald's and this guy comes in. He's got a, a... He's got a Stetson on. It's nice. I mean, I can tell. This hat's, it's a three hundred dollar hat and fits a penny. He's got on boots and I just tried not to cut it. I thought, oh, those are nice. <laughs> he's got on a matching belt. His belt matches his boots. I mean, he's dressed the nice. He's got on brand new jeans and a snap down shirt. And he's a big man. He's he's six four and he's he's two hundred and fifty or seventy pounds. And he's not fat. He's big. He sits down at the table right next to us, and I hear him on the phone, and he says, well, I'm going to be detained. I'm not going to be able to make it. I've just been robbed. So now I'm I'm eavesdropping. (laughs) I mean, if I was going to rob him, I took him hat and boots. He said, he said, We've been, he said, I've been robbed. He said, I'm gonna be late getting to the church, and I'm gonna to have to he said, I, I need you to wire me some money. I'm in a place called Clinton or something, Tennessee. I turned around and said, uh, Clinton. Where, I'm in a place called Clinton, Tennessee, thank you, Clinton, Tennessee. I need some money. He said, I'm here at McDonald's and I'll be here. Give you time to get it to me. He said, No. So the story was this. He said going to help somebody start a church. He pulls over on the side of the road to help somebody. A woman is there with a flat tire and her husband, her boyfriend or whatever he is, jumps out of the bushes with a gun and locks him. That's why I just dial and say, hey, you got a broke down vehicle on the side of the road. Come and get them. I'm driving on back." <laughs> he gets to talking. I turn around and I pulled $20 out of my pocket. I said, hey, I know you just got robbed. Here's your $20. Get you something to eat. A cup of coffee while you're waiting on I Said you may be here for a little while. And he just lit up and he said, no. He said, I really appreciate it. I said, Well, hey, look here. It's my pleasure. I'm, I'm sorry you come to my home state and got robbed. A bunch of heels." <laughs> we made a little small talk. Pat and I get up leave. We're in a hurry. I'm to Ohio, man. I'm just, and I'm late now. We walk outside, it, step in the restroom. I walk out, step on the sidewalk. Here's this big old guy walks up, throws his arm around. He said, "You a preacher?" I'm not saying word to him. I said, "I am a preacher." He said, "I'm gonna do something." He said, "I'm gonna pray for you." He said, "Okay." I said, "Help yourself." Let me tell you about when the Holy Ghost shows up. This guy begins to quote Daniel. I don't. I'm not talking about John three sixteen. I'm talking about in the book. He's quoting Daniel. He's quoting Ezekiel. He's poured it on me, and I'm getting poured on. I'm telling you, I'm standing there, weeping my head down. I can't hardly stand up. I didn't have to stand. this big guy can hold you. He gets through praying. He gets through praying to me and said, "God bless him here, bless him there, bless him." I thought, "Praise God, I can run a hundred miles an and I'll get a ticket." <laughs> Don't take that to bank. you'll still get a ticket. <laughs> Amen, Tony. Amen. <laughs> we get there. My hand to heaven, God knows I'm telling you the gospel truth today. Pat comes walking out, I get up, I turn around, this cat's gone. Pat, that big guy just prayed for me, weren't you? Well he was right here. I think just me. Just me. That was a parable. <laughs> No robbery ever occurred. Maybe it did occur. Maybe I entertained an angel, unaware. God bless that. I'm telling you, I'll never. If I live to be a hundred, I may forget my name. I don't think I'll forget that. Amen. It makes a difference when an angel shows up. Amen. And some in this room have probably entertained some unaware. Last one to talk about, and I'll be short. Sure. We've seen, we've seen the Virgin Mary in this cast. We've seen the vision of Joseph. You'll have to go to Matthew to find that. But it's the same Joseph we're talking about here in this text. You're going to find a visiting angel that went from an announcement to an anthem. Then we're going to find some vigilant shepherds. You know what the shepherds do? And this We've been all over this this morning. Sunday school. You know what the shepherds do? They go from the fear. To faith, they go from being afraid to believe. How <coughs> hey, you know that, preacher? Because here's what they do. In this in this story, here's what you're going to find. You're going to find that they received the message. Yeah. Right. Now, granted, it was an angel that gave it to them that would put some incentive on listening. Amen. They receive the message, but listen. People receive the message every day, and they don't do this, brother man. They don't respond. Right. Now these boys could have stuck around. They had a lot of excuses. It was dark. It was late. They were shepherds. Nobody likes them. If you get close to them because they smell bad, they run you off. You're considered unclean. Therefore, they couldn't even make it to the temple. On certain times, they were they were considered outcast by many. father because they've heard something they never heard before, and they're not looking for a warrior. The angel told them he's a savior. Yes, sir. Something has to happen. How can a baby be a savior? How can that baby? They listen. They received the message. Then they responded to what they what they asked them to do. You know what to As difficult as it was, hard as it was, wasn't easy. <laughs> they're going to respond. They're going to. They're going to make their way to see this king. But they're not going to respond when they get there. When they get there, they find him just like I said. He's wrapped in swaddling clothes. He's laying in the manger. A manger is not one of these. Though in our in our Western culture, we picture this as the manger. But actually, when we were there. And Where they say the birth of Christ took place, they don't really know. But here's here's something that I learned when we were in that place. And by the way, the church is shut down due to the war, and there's no they said there's no tourists, therefore there's no money. And and so these uh, Orthodox priests over there are just going through the motion. But they take you down underneath this church, and when you get down there, they got a star on the floor. They said this is the place. I said they don't. They don't here's something that they didn't know. I said, Why is that, what's that cut out place in the rock over there? He said, that's a manger. I said, it's a what? He said, that's where you feed the livestock. That's where the fire for the animals go. And they found him in swaddling clothes, laying in a... I thought, hmm, I'm seeing something right here. So the first thing he does when he's born is laid him in a rock. And then, when he stepped out, when he stepped in, it don't matter where you step over there, you're going to step on a rock. You know why? It's the weapon of choice for the Palestinians. They never run out of ammunition. And so he was laid in a rock the rock he walked around on the walk the Judean wilderness you ever see that it's just a bunch of big rocks and then and then they enclosed him in a rock they put him in a cave and rolled a stone at the door praise God and the rock of ages come and walk him out rock of ages let
1: let me hide
0: my so, there's the rock of ages you know who the first preachers was Champions. you know what they done they received the message responded to what was said and then reported it all over the hillsides. Yeah. they had no and I'm not against degrees I'm four degrees I like for it to be about 75 degrees to be honest Priest, they weren't Levites to my knowledge. What were they doing? They're just lowly shepherds. You know what they're doing? They're reporting the story. You know what that says to me? Where are you at tomorrow? School, report the story. I'll get in trouble. and We've been there before i call you preacher. I'll be at the workplace tomorrow. Report the story. Right. Wherever you're at. In all the world. You shall be witnesses unto me. In all the world. Report the story. You know what I'm trying to explain to you? The characters in the cast of what Christians. Have you heard it? Brennan, have you heard it? Have you seen it? If you're not a Christian, you are none of these, you're just lost. And I'm not being ugly or racist when I say that. The only way to understand this story is come and say you're the Savior. And I'm the Savior. And I need some help. Let's stand at our feet. And as she plays. Pastor Mike McCoy, thanking you for joining us at the Time of Truth.